Amen, amen, amen. Excellent job, Brother Danny, Miss Christy. Excellent job. Enjoyed that tremendously. Uh, and whenever I, uh, I guess I still have, I was going to say when I was a kid, I just haven't seen them since I was a kid. But uh, I have two cousins that are deaf, and uh, so I knew a little bit of sign language as a, as a child. I could, I could do the alphabet and, make, you know, come up with some basic sentences to communicate with my cousins. But then, of course, you know, as we get grown, go different ways. Hadn't seen them in years. Uh, but uh, the church that I went to, because my two cousins did attend there, uh, the church where I went to had someone who uh, interpreted uh, sign language every service. And so they was always over there signing all the songs, all the sermon, and so forth and so on. And boy, folks would come. And uh, normally uh, there at that church, we had uh, five to eight uh, uh, deaf people there in the service. And uh, it was a tremendous ministry. And so well, I just thank the Lord for Miss Christy uh, using her talent. Uh, whenever I heard that she was going to be signing, Brother Danny uh, asked me if she could sign the song. I'm like, I didn't know she knew sign language. Aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> but uh, anyway, thank you, Miss Christy, for uh, doing that, Brother Danny. A beautiful song, People Need the Lord. As I stood up and walked up here to the pulpit, Miss Joe, I realized that I had forgot your announcement. Uh, it's laying here on the side. Uh, Miss Joe wants to remind you one more time, Rachel's baby shower this coming Saturday at 1 o'clock in the Fellowship Hall. If you are planning to be here, Please let Miss Joe know. She would like to know if you are coming. So please let her know if you are able to be here. Uh, I was uh, in uh, Waynesboro yesterday. Uh, Melissa and I, we were getting some things for going to Israel. You know, you don't realize everything you need until you start thinking about it. Like, well, I need this and this. So we were in Waynesboro getting some things for going to Israel and did see Miss Rachel. She didn't see us, but uh, it looks like that young'un's wanting to enter the world anytime. But uh, I do pray for Miss Rachel. Thank the Lord for her. Uh, Jesse uh, and for uh, their faithfulness to the Lord and if you're able to be here and be a part of that that would be wonderful Alrighty, so this morning is Vision Sunday. Vision Sunday is uh, many times a little different uh, in the service uh, because uh, Vision Sunday is the Sunday that we take a look at what's coming uh, in the coming year. And so this morning we'll be doing that. We'll be going through and looking at some things, what is coming this year. Now, as we go through the year, oftentimes we'll present our vision. As we go through the year, maybe we'll add some events or maybe uh, something won't work out the way that exactly we plan. Uh, but many times this kind of gives us an overview of this is what's coming. This is what we're going to be doing. Uh, so this morning, that's what we're going to be looking at. In your bulletin, if you notice, uh, we took at the first part of your bulletin and put uh, there in the center dates to remember. Uh, mine's got notes written all over it, but uh, right here you got dates to remember. And we listed several uh, significant dates that you may want to write down. Maybe you want to cut that section out, put it on your refrigerator. Uh, just some upcoming things that will be going on uh, here at the church. And uh, as we go through the message this morning, Morning. As you've seen, many of the slides that you've seen this morning, the preview, and then uh, several more slides we'll be looking at on down through the year. And we're just going to be looking at some events and some different things we have lined up throughout the year. And so you may want to take the back of your bullet and your notebook and write some of these dates down uh, so that you can make plans uh, to be a part of what God is going to be doing this year. I believe that as we look uh, over the past year, it's no doubt that God has blessed 
the ministry of Malbrook Baptist Church. And I often say, and I want to make it clear, I take no credit for what God is doing. This is His work. It is His doing. Anything that happens is according to Him. He just invited me along for the ride. And I'm glad He did, and I'm enjoying the ride. Uh, but it is all Him. Uh, without us, uh, there would be nothing happening. We have here on our wall, uh, by His grace. Uh, and if it weren't for Him, if it weren't for His grace, if it weren't for His goodness, uh, we would be able to do nothing. And therefore, because He is blessing us uh, and because He is uh, working in our midst, uh, we want to live for Him the best we can for His glory. We want to do everything we can. We know it's only by His grace and we want to live for His glory. So turn with me, if you would, in your Bibles, just a place to get us started. I want you to turn over to Ephesians chapter number 3. Ephesians chapter number 3, we'll be reading two verses there, and then we'll get into going through looking ahead at 2023. I'm going to go to the Lord in prayer, and then we'll read our text. Ephesians chapter number 3. Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you for Marlbrook Baptist Church. Lord, I thank you for the, the people that make up Marlbrook Baptist Church. Lord, we do thank you for this facility. and Lord, we thank you for the men that have shepherded this flock, Lord, down through the years. And Lord, uh, the investments that have been made. And Lord, how the property has grown and developed. And uh, Father, Lord, you've given us a wonderful facility, a uh, Lord, that we can minister to uh, our community and to believers and to one another in. And Father, we thank you for it. But Father, we know that this facility is not the church, but Lord, the people that are here make up the church. And Lord, I thank you for the people of Marlbrook Baptist Church. I thank you, dear Lord, for their faithfulness to you. I thank you for their desire to grow. I thank you, dear Lord, for their commitment to the ministry. And uh, Lord, how they, uh, Lord, seek your will. Lord, they seek to reach others. Lord, they seek to make a difference. Uh, and Father, I thank you for each and every one of them. Uh, Lord, as we go uh, through this uh, slideshow this morning, and Lord, as we look at uh, uh, the different things that are coming up. Father, I pray, uh, uh, Lord, that you will help us to purpose in our heart uh, that, Lord, we will participate, uh, we will pray, uh, and we will seek you that, Lord, you may once again uh, be able to work in our midst. And, Father, we thank you for it. Uh, Lord, I do pray this morning for Craig. I pray you'll be with him, Lord, as he had to be taken to the hospital. I pray, dear Lord, that you will guide the doctors, give them wisdom. I pray, dear Lord, that it not be serious. Uh, and, Lord, be able to get Craig uh, back here uh, Father, Lord, safely and well, I pray. Lord, number three and verse number 20. We read this verse, one of my favorite verses in the Bible. Uh, uh, if you notice, I say that about a lot of verses because uh, the more you read the Bible, the more you'll find out that a lot of it's just really good stuff. Uh, but this is one of my favorite verses, Ephesians 3.20. Now unto him, uh, of course speaking uh, of our heavenly Father uh, and his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly uh, above all that we ask or think uh, according to the power that worketh uh, in us. That power is the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, unto him be glory in the church uh, by Christ Jesus uh, throughout all ages, world without end. Uh, whenever we read that verse, it says, Now to him uh, that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all, 
all that we ask or think. I think sometimes that I have a pretty good imagination. Brother Rick, when I walk around the property and I dream about all that I believe God could do here, I believe sometimes i got a pretty big imagination. I think that some of y'all probably have some big imaginations about what God is able to do here in this work. This passage of Scripture says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ever ask or all that we could ever think. You know, sometimes we get a dream and we ask God if he would bless that dream. Then we have other dreams that we feel like are too big to pray for. He said, I can do exceeding abundantly above anything you ask me or anything you think about. I can go above and beyond. And Paul said, unto him be glory in the church for everything that God is going to do. And so as we look ahead at 2023, I believe that what we see is that if we do what God has called us to do, then he promises that he will bless our efforts above and beyond anything we could ever imagine that he might be glorified. So as we go through these slides this morning and talk about the things that are coming up, we need not think that this is stuff that we are doing that, that we might be great, but this is us endeavoring to do what God has called us to do, expecting that God is going to take our feeble efforts and magnify them into a work that can glorify Him. So we're going to take a few minutes and look at this this morning. Over the next few minutes... We're going to be looking at several events, activities, projects uh, that we've put on the calendar that we hope to accomplish this year. Here at the church, we have goals. We have a reason. We have a purpose. And sadly, many churches have lost the reality that there's a purpose to the church. But we have a purpose here. Our purpose is to reach the lost. That is what we're here. God uh, gave us the responsibility of taking the great commission, the good news uh, of the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, and sharing that news with our lost community. That is the responsibility that he gave us. And as a church, uh, a part of our reason for existing is that we might reach the lost. And if we are not reaching the lost... And we're not doing what God has called us to do. Many of the things that we'll look at today are things that we have put on the calendar in an endeavor to be able to reach the lost. Not only is our goal to reach the lost, but our goal is to disciple the believers. Once someone accepts the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior, they come into the house of God. It is our mission to disciple them, to train them up. We do that through edification. We do that through education. We do that through fellowship. We disciple these believers that they may know and understand the Word of God, what the Word of God teaches, what they are to do as Christians so that they might grow, so that they might be able to reach the lost. So we reach the lost. We disciple the believers so the believers can reach the lost so we can disciple the believers. This is our purpose. This is what God has called us to do. Uh, not only are we to reach the lost and disciple the believers, but also the church serves as a place uh, to build Christian 
relationships. The Bible teaches all throughout the New Testament the importance of Christian fellowship. This world we live in is a wicked world. There's a lot of ungodliness that goes on in this world. There's a lot of things that will wear you down as a Christian and there is no way that you in your own strength have any success in standing alone against the wickedness of this world. So the Bible teaches us that we need to have Christian fellowship. We need to have believe relationships with believers and that's why the church body is so important so that we can build these Christian relationships. Well, I'm telling you what, there's been a trend for many, many years of people saying that they can worship the Lord just as well on their own or they can worship the Lord just as well in the woods or they can worship the Lord just as well watching a TV preacher and I have to say I've probably worshiped the Lord in all those places. But it does not replace the church. Whenever 2020 came and COVID hit and we were trying to figure out what was true and what wasn't and how we were supposed to cope and all these things, uh, uh, many of us, and we did for a while, went to online services trying to figure out what was the safest route to take and how are we to deal with this. Uh, and, but it caused a surge. Although it was done out of necessity, it caused a surge in these people who no longer seen a need for the church. To the point that I sometimes think about killing the live stream. It's like, we're just going to kill that because you're missing out on a big part of what church is about. But I know the majority of y'all come on to church anyway and you just use the live stream when you have to be out of town. And so I'm like, well, I'm not going to kill it because I do want them to watch if they're out of town, you know. But... Uh, Many people's like, well, I don't, I don't have to go to church. I can just watch the service at home. Well, you see, the problem is you're missing out on building Christian relationships, a very, very important part of the Christian walk. So what is our goal here as a church? Our goal is to reach the lost. Our goal is to disciple believers. Our goal is to build Christian relationships. It is to be a place where we as believers come together to get challenged to win the loss. We come together to learn the things of the Word of God. We come together to fellowship one with another. We come together to be edified, to worship God together. That's the the purpose of the church. And so as we look at these things uh, that we're going to be looking at here in just a moment, uh, we'll see that these things are designed to meet these goals. These things are put on the calendar to help us reach these goals. Some of the things we'll look at are designed to lift our hearts in worship to the King of Kings. Others provide opportunity for us to grow in the faith. Some are physical expansions and upgrades to the property so that we might be able to be more effective in reaching the lost. And yet others provide us with opportunity to minister and invite others to come to church that we might share the gospel. As we look through this year's calendar I pray you'll take time to write down the dates and I'm going to try to have every date on the screen so if I'm moving too fast, you can still look up there and get the date. Write the dates down. Keep track of them. And I pray that you will join us this year in a journey to watch God do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or see. The first thing on the calendar, and of course I'm very excited about this one, and it will benefit you 
uh, but it's going to benefit me the most. And that is Melissa and I are going to be leaving this Tuesday uh, to go well with Land of the Bible Tours, Pastor Kurt Skelly. We will be going to Israel and be spending uh, 10 days in Israel seeing the Holy Land. Uh, I never imagined that I would ever be able to do this. Uh, you as a church have made it possible for Melissa and I to go and I, I cannot express enough my the appreciation that I have that y'all have done this for me as a pastor. Uh, this is something Melissa's wanted to do since she was a little kid. It's always been her dream to go to Israel and uh, uh, boy y'all have made this possible and we are just so excited and uh, the motel that we'll be staying in when we get there is on the Sea of Galilee so I'm going to get y'all a big bag of seashells and bring them back for you but uh, looking forward to going to Israel and looking forward to all that the Lord is going to teach us all that we're going to learn while we are there boy I'm telling you what and bringing it back and then on Wednesday nights uh, we're going to resume uh, looking at uh, the studying your Bible and we'll be looking at manners and customs and I held off on it knowing that I was going to go to Israel. I thought I'll wait till I go there before we dive into this but we'll be looking back at that and very excited about it. Uh, while we're gone, do want to mention to you uh, I will be gone on Sunday the 15th and Pastor Rick Ramsey will be preaching uh, Sunday morning and Sunday night that day so y'all be sure to be here and listen as Brother Rick preaches for us. The two Wednesdays that I'm away uh, the 11th, uh, Brother Jeremy is going to be speaking for us and then, uh, what would the other one be? It'd be the 18th, I think. Uh, Brother Danny's going to be speaking for us. And so uh, look forward to that. So you be here and be a part of those services. But we thank the Lord for this opportunity. And we'll be leaving Tuesday, and then we will be back uh, 10 days later. I think it's a Friday. Uh, but we'll be coming back, and uh, so we will uh, definitely miss y'all. But thank y'all so much for letting us go. And we are excited about what the Lord's going to do for us. While we're away, uh, Faith Bible Institute will resume on uh, January the 16th. Uh, Faith Bible Institute will be resuming. This is a three-year Bible course. takes place on Monday nights uh, from 6.30 to 9.30. Uh, so we'll be starting that back up on January 16th. Uh, if you have been thinking about this, you're interested in this and would like to uh, try it out, uh, I encourage you to come that night. Come that night, February or January the 16th, and uh, sit through a class and just sit there and see if it's for you. Uh, I know that it's a big commitment of time. Uh, and uh, Some folks are like, you know, I just don't know if I could digest three hours of learning. Uh, come sit in that class. There's no obligation whatsoever. See what you think of it. And then if you want to, uh, you can still enroll for this semester. Or uh, there's information over here on this table to my left uh, that has information about the fall semester. If you'd like to look into enrolling for that semester, I thank the Lord that he's given given us Faith Bible Institute, I think one thing that will grow a church, one thing that will strengthen a church, one thing that will make a church effective is when the people of the church understand the book that they're following. Amen. There's a lot of churches that are full of people that know nothing about this book. But when you've got a church full of people that know the book, you'll find out that you've got a church that is effective in reaching its community. So I encourage you, if that's something you've been thinking about and praying about, that'll be starting back up January 16th. Also, students who are enrolled, uh, your books and uh, workbooks and everything are over here on the table. You can pick those up after the service. On January 22nd, uh, I'll be getting back, and I'll be here that Sunday. And January the 22nd is Sanctity of Life Sunday. Uh, is on the calendar every year, Sanctity of Human Life. Uh, uh, and so that Sunday, uh, we will be receiving a special offering for Comfort Care, uh, Women's Health in Lexington. So uh, you pray, ask the Lord what he'd have you to give to this worthy cause and uh, be here and support uh, this need. Uh, Sunday, February the 5th, 
we'll be starting a new believers class during the Sunday school hour. We've had several folks uh, who have accepted Christ recently, and we thank the Lord for each and every one of you. This class will be open to teens and on up. So teenagers and on up, if you've accepted the Lord recently and you would like to be a part of this class, you are welcome in this new believers class. There's actually a sign-up sheet in the foyer. I'd love for you to put your name on it so I have an idea how many workbooks to order and so forth. Also, if you say, well, Pastor John, I accepted Christ 20 years ago when I was a kid, but I've never even learned the foundations. Or maybe I was saved five years ago. Or or Pastor John, uh, you know, I've just never had anybody teach me just the basic principles of the Word of God. Or perhaps you say, I've been coming to church for so long, I may have forgotten the basic principles. Anyone who feels like you would like a refresher or you would like to go through this course, uh, it'll it'll probably be eight to ten weeks uh, is about what it's going to be. The one curriculum that I've used before is 16 weeks long. I'm trying to find one not quite that long, uh, uh, but eight to ten weeks this course, uh, and we will just be going through the basics of Christian doctrine if you would like to be a part of this class, sign up in the foyer. We'll be starting that the first Sunday in February. On February 23rd, uh, we have an opportunity for a night of worship with a Southern Gospel singer, uh, uh, Joseph Habedank. Uh, so uh, if you're able to come out, I know that you will enjoy this. Uh, sometimes the winter gets a little bleak, you know. Uh, my wife calls January through March the trudge months. I mean, <laughs> all the fun stuff is over and you're just surviving until spring breaks again. And so uh, during the trudge months, uh, sometimes it's good to have something to kind of loosen the spirit up. And uh, Brother Joseph Habedank uh, is a uh, tremendous singer, tremendous singer. You can look him up on YouTube. Uh, he's actually uh, won several awards for his singing in the Southern Gospel world. Uh, I've been to uh, his concerts, and uh, he's a tremendous singer. He has a wonderful testimony. And uh, so if you'd like to come and be a part of that, uh, it'll definitely be a great night of worship. I encourage you to come, encourage you to invite friends and so forth to come. Because he is uh, somewhat of a well-known singer, uh, this event is going to fill up pretty fast. And so uh, we did arrange that we would have tickets. It's free admission, but you will need a ticket to get in uh, just so that we can ensure that we have enough seats for everyone. Uh, so we set up with 250 seats, and that's a, that's a pretty full house. We can set out some extra seats and get close to 300 in here, but we set up uh, 250 seats. So I encourage you to go ahead and get your tickets. I checked this morning, 92 of the 250 tickets uh, have already been claimed. And so they're going pretty quick, so I encourage you to get your tickets. Uh, you can go on Facebook, follow the link. Uh, there's also a, the, the web address is in your bulletin. And then I know that there are some in here who are like, Pastor John, I'm just not techie. I guess I'm not coming. I have a sign-up sheet in the back. I will be holding it in my hand after the service. If you are not techie, but you would like to come, just give me your name, your email address, and how many tickets you want, and I will reserve them for you. If you know how to work your cell phone, please get your own tickets, okay? I have got better things to do than to get all your tickets uh, if you know how to, how to find this on your own. But if you're not techie and, and you're afraid you're not going to be able to get a ticket, after the service, let me know and I will make sure and secure a ticket for you so you can come and be a part of this concert. I know it will be a, a, a great night and something that you will tremendously enjoy. Then on March 5 through 8, that's a Sunday through Wednesday, uh, we're going to be having a spring revival uh, with singer, songwriter, evangelist Ben Everson. I don't know if any of you are familiar with uh, Brother Ben Everson. Uh, he is a tremendous 
tremendous uh, preacher. He's an extremely gifted singer. Uh, God has blessed his ministry in so many ways and uh, so was able to secure him for a spring revival. I know that you will thoroughly enjoy Brother Ben Everson. Uh, he is very well known as well for his, uh, for his ministry, both in singing and preaching and uh, doing music seminars in churches and so forth and so on. Uh, I know that you will definitely enjoy uh, hearing Brother Ben Everson. And so that's Mark. 5th through the 8th. Uh, do your best to be here. As I know he will definitely thrill your heart. And by then, though, after March the 8th, the weather started to break. We're through the trudge months, and now it's time to clean up from the mess. And so, March 18th, we're going to be having a work day here at the church. Uh, all right, shake off the cold, get out your work gloves, time to come to church. We'll be having a church work day, uh, just doing some cleaning, freshening, uh, maintenance, repairs, organizing, painting, and all types of things. Uh, Brother Jeremy normally oversees getting everything organized and in place. So if you have questions or you want to let him know that you can help in a certain area, be sure to let Brother Jeremy know because he'll be working on getting everything set up for this. Uh, it'll be from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Of course, you can come earlier and stay later, but this is the hours that we're putting on it. We will be providing lunch for you that day, uh, but mark that on your calendar, Saturday, March the 18th. Oftentimes, I say many hands make light work. And so if a bunch of you show up, nobody has to work real hard and a lot gets done. So mark that down and we will try to get the church all spruced up and ready uh, for the coming spring. If you, speaking of projects and work projects, God has blessed and you've answered his call. And boy, I'm telling you what, the Lord has allowed and the money for the pavilion restrooms has nearly came in. I believe I've got a slide there that shows you that. We said that we needed uh, roughly $30,000 in order to build the restrooms. Uh, so there'll be two restrooms, a men and a ladies. There'll be a small kitchen down there and also a woodshed to stack the wood for the barbecue pit. It's going to be a super nice facility uh, down there off the end of the pavilions. And y'all have... Y'all have been faithful in your giving and about $28,000 has came in for that project. And you say, well, huh, I, I hadn't given my pledge yet. I guess I'm free. No, 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 no. You, you see that 2000 That's you. All right, so make sure you go ahead and bring your pledge on in. But uh, thank the Lord that's come in. And so once I get back from Israel, I'll be going and getting a building permit so we can start getting this project rolling and looking forward to it. And thank, thank the Lord for being a part of a church that is a giving church. Uh, boy, just a few months ago, we launched this uh, to raise these funds. And boy, the funds just came in. And boy, I appreciate each and every one of you that have given. Also, uh, we have received all the funds needed to build our new church site uh, during the deacons meeting. We talked that we had about $2,400 towards the new church sign, uh, but after the deacons meeting since then, uh, uh, the remainder of the money needed for the church sign has come in. And so we've got all the money for the church sign, uh, so we'll also be getting uh, the permits needed uh, and bringing you more details on what that's going to look like and getting that project started in the near future. So excited about seeing the Lord bless, see the property begin to grow and begin to expand. And, uh, boy, looking at all the ways that God can use this uh, that we can reach the lost. Boy, I tell you, get better facilities. You can have more activities. They say the number one thing to draw people to your church is a good-looking sign. And so, boy, I'm telling you, this is outreach, but it's a good-looking sign out there, but looking forward to what the Lord is doing for us. Uh, on March 25th, uh, we'll be having our wild game dinner. 
looking forward to the wild game dinner. We'll have some wonderful door prizes. Uh, Brother Mason Jordan, pastor of Natural Bridge Baptist Church, my good friend, uh, will be preaching for us and uh, looking forward to him being here and preaching for us in the wild game dinner. Be telling your friends about it. Invite them out. I know that they will enjoy this. Uh, of all the events we have, this is probably the most effective outreach we have for bringing in unsaved people. We have more unsaved people come to this event than probably any other event that we have. Uh, so just pray. Pray that the Lord will bring folks in. Pray that folks will accept Christ as their Savior and uh, that He will bless this event. So looking forward to that. Uh, of course, in April we have Easter. In May we have Mother's Day. In June we have Father's Day. But all those are already marked on your calendar, so I didn't put slides up for them. Uh, but June 11th through the 14th, uh, we'll be having a church-wide Scripture Assembly uh, with Beacon of Truth. Uh, if you've never been a part of a Scripture Assembly, boy, this is a wonderful time of fellowship. We'll meet uh, and we'll have the Sunday morning service. After Sunday morning service, we'll go downstairs for a meal. After the meal, uh, we will assemble Scriptures for uh, about three or four hours together. Uh, and then on Monday evening and Tuesday evening, we'll come back, have a meal, and assemble Scriptures for a couple of hours uh, and then on Wednesday, we pray over the scriptures and send them out and we assemble. Uh, most of the time, we assemble books of John and Romans uh, to be sent or printed in the Spanish language. And so we'll be doing that if you've never been a part of it. It's a, a wonderful opportunity to fellowship with your brothers and sisters in Christ and also put your hands to the work and uh, get your hands on those scriptures, put your hands to the work uh, and see the word of God being spread around the world. So looking forward to that. July 10th through the 15th, our teens will be returning to the Edge Christian Camp. And uh, the theme there this year is being built up in Christ. Brother Scott Carsley and his crew, uh, they do a tremendous job and uh, looking forward to the teens being able to go there again this year. Uh, if you uh, want to go to that or you have children that's interested, please see Pastor Kent and Miss Jen. Uh, they will get you all the details you need to know about getting your child over there to the summer camp. If you're a, if you're a young adult looking for something to do this summer, uh, Brother Carsley's always looking for good Christian young people to come and work camps. And so you're like, well, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with my summer. Uh, give Brother Carsley a call and uh, he'll put you to work. Now it's working for Jesus and you get your payment when you get to heaven, but you can still go and enjoy a wonderful summer. It worked out really well for my son, Joel. Uh, he went to camp to work for a summer and found himself a wife. And so maybe that'll work out that way for you as well. Uh, but uh, if you're looking for something to do, Brother Carsley's always looking for volunteers. If you know, if you're a teenager and uh, you want to be a part Part of that, talk to Pastor Kent and Miss Jim. Moving on through the year, uh, looking at Vacation Bible School. You say, Pastor John, we already think about Vacation Bible School. You better believe it. It don't happen when if you just think about it a week ahead of time. And uh, actually, uh, my children have been a blessing to me, and I love my children, and they bless us with these grandchildren. And they, we got three grandchildren due right in the heat of when I'm preparing for vacation Bible school. And, uh, boy, I'm telling you what, uh, so it's going to be an exciting summer uh, getting these grandchildren and doing vacation Bible school. But this year, vacation Bible school is going to be stompers and chompers. Uh, stompers and chompers. We're going to be doing dinosaurs. And so uh, I, I go to the Creation Museum and see them things Buddy Davis builds. I'm like, hot rod man, you can build one of them, I'm sure. So I've got some envisions. We're going to have a long neck dinosaur. I don't know them big names. I just know what they call them on land 
before time because my little kids watched them. Uh, uh, but right there, that long neck dinosaur right in the middle of the tent with his head all the way up at the top. of the, He's going to look awesome, isn't he? Y'all pray for me. I figure out how to build him. When I'm done, he'll probably look more like a giraffe than a dinosaur. But we're going to give it a shot. But anyway, uh, Stolfers and Chomfers, looking forward to a wonderful vacation Bible school. If, if you are interested in helping out uh, with uh, building props, with uh, helping out during VBS or anything like that, uh, be thinking about it, praying about it. As we get closer, we'll have more details and getting you signed up. One change that we are making to Vacation Bible School this year uh, that I want to make sure everyone's aware of, and that is uh, previously we've always started on Sunday night. Uh, but as we've looked at it and thought about it, we can't come up with any reason why we start on Sunday night and what the benefit is of starting on Sunday night. That A lot of times after we get done with the Sunday morning service, it is run wide open trying to tie up all the loose ends and the things that we couldn't hook up till we were done with church here and all this, trying to get everything. And a lot of times uh, every, all the kids are in there waiting for the big opening and we're still out back plugging in cords trying to make sure it's going to work. And so we've decided that this year we will start Vacation Bible School on Monday night and so that gives us a whole day to get everything put together so that is one thing that will be different but VBS will still be uh, as awesome as we can make it with the Lord's help and so we'll be looking forward to that. August will once again be missions month with a special speaker each Sunday morning and evening uh, looking forward to that. I don't have all the speakers lined up yet uh, but I do know that on August the 20th we'll be having BIMI director brother Sean Lunday uh, who is working with Robbie and uh, helping Robbie get established. I've talked to brother Lunday several times on the phone and uh, so he will be here August the 20th. Uh, he'll be preaching for us uh, and then on the 27th uh, Worldview Ministries Director, Brother Ken Fielder, will be preaching for us. And so we've got those two lined up, and as we get closer, we will have more folks lined up. Moving quickly, I know we're using a lot of time just trying to move quickly. Also in August, it's hard to believe that this is actually true, but in August, we will be starting our third year at Shenandoah Christian Academy. Boy, I'm telling you what, something that was just a dream, we would love to have it. God has made it happen. And boy, starting our third year at Shenandoah Christian Academy. And with the Lord's help, we will be expanding uh, from uh, just a few grades. We will be expanding to include all grades from K-5 through 12th grade. Uh, so pray that the Lord sends us the staff, the students that we need in order to make this happen. But this is our prayer that God will enable us to do this. And also, I've had some questions about K-4. Uh, if you would like your student to start at K-4, uh, meet with Miss Melissa. and uh, That is definitely something we can do. Uh, but you just we'll meet with Miss Melissa on a per-child basis regarding uh, K-4. But definitely looking forward to SCA starting its third year. I just thank the Lord for how he's blessed. Thank the Lord for those who work. Also, speaking of SCA, I've buried it here somewhere. Uh, we do have brochures about the school. If you know anyone who is uh, interested, who has children, who have asked questions, we do have brochures. They're on the back table back there in the foyer. Uh, get these brochures. Get them to the people. It's got all the information you need to know about our Christian school and uh, Get some folks uh, who are interested to come on in. September 24th will be our annual homecoming service. Uh, so looking forward to that, and we'll be making plans for that as we get closer. Uh, this will launch our fall revival. 
Our fall revival will be uh, following homecoming. It'll be the 25th through the 29th. We're going to have a different speaker from local, a different local church uh, each night. On Monday, we'll have Brother Heath Spivey from Crossroads Baptist in Fishersville. Tuesday will be Brother Ralph Coleman from Blue Ridge Baptist uh, in uh, Buena Vista. Wednesday will be uh, Brother Lane Lashley from Victory Baptist Church in Stanton. Thursday will be Brother Levi Smith from Wayside Baptist in Waynesboro. And Friday will be Eli Guzman from Central Baptist in Waynesboro. So I'm telling you, that's going to be a good lineup. It's going to be a good time. I encourage you to come to that fall revival and hear each of these speakers. October 26th, Brother Chase Williams with Motivating Magic uh, will return. You remember him, did the magic show for us uh, just a few months ago. He'll be coming back. Uh, he'll be ministering in our children's ministry the previous Sunday and Wednesday. On Monday and Tuesday, he'll be trying to get into some local schools. And then Thursday, we'll conclude with a magic show. So looking forward to having Brother Chase back with us. And then, of course, after October, we hit the holiday season. And as I always say, it takes care of itself. Boy, I mean, it gets busy and it just takes care of itself. But of course, we'll be having our Thanksgiving dinner and praise service uh, uh, there uh, in the month of November. Looking ahead, looking ahead. Already this year, looking ahead of what all God's going to do for us, looking at all all these events and activities. Uh, think of all that we're going to have to thank him for when we get to that Thanksgiving and praise service. Looking forward to that. And then in the month of December, uh, I don't have all the details for all that's going to happen in December yet, uh, but we will, uh, Lord willing, be trying to uh, do the live nativity again. Uh, we are thinking that this will be on one weekend instead of two weekends, uh, but we will be trying to do the live nativity again. Uh, we will uh, be having a children's Christmas program. We'll be having a, a Christmas cantata, and we'll be doing some caroling in the month of December. And so you go ahead and fit that in amongst all your family obligations and set up for a very busy end of the year. But boy, I'm telling you what, as I look ahead at all that God has got coming for us, I'm telling you, I'm excited about what God's going to do. I'm excited about these days. I'm excited to watch. I mean, as I look at these, I've, I, I'm excited about a lot of these meetings. I'm already thinking about them. I'm, I'm thinking about the revival of Brother Everson and how well that's going to go. I'm thinking about Vacation Bible School, building that long neck, and I'm excited about all this and thinking about it. But then when I remember that he said he can do exceeding, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. We've laid out some events to give us a roadmap to follow as we serve the Lord this year. But all this is is a roadmap, something for us to follow. Our prayer is that God will move in and take over and do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think in 2023. My question to you is will you join us this year? Will you join us in prayer? that God will bless the ministry of Marlbrook Baptist Church because without him, we can do nothing. Pray that God will bless the ministry of Marlbrook Baptist Church. Bless each of these outreaches. Bless each of these events. Bless these building projects and so forth. Will you join us in prayer? Pray, pray daily for your church and for the people of your church, the ministries of your church. And then will you join us in participation? You know, events aren't any fun if nobody's there. And you know what? A lot of times we have this mindset, well, I'm only one person, so they'll never miss me. But you know, when 50 people think that, a lot of folks are missing. And so will you join us in participation? Say, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be involved. I'm going to do my best to support as many of these events as I can. I know we have other life obligations that sometimes keep us from doing what we want to do, but purpose in your heart. I'm going to support as much of this as I can. I'm going to be there. I'm going to support it. I'm going to support my church in prayer and participation and watch and see what God can do this year. 
Hopefully that didn't bore you too bad. Hopefully you got those dates jotted down. And looking ahead, looking ahead at 2023, I tell you what, we serve a big God. And I thank the Lord He invited me along for the ride. It's an exciting ride to watch as God moves and as God works and as God blesses His church. Thanks for each of you being here. Let's all stand and we'll close the service in a word of prayer. Brother Luke, would you pray and dismiss the service? Father, we want to thank you for this time of fellowship today. We want to thank you for this church, Lord. We want to thank you for the people of this church. Stay united, Father, we can stand to do your work. I just ask that you bless the fruits of our labor this year coming up, Father, that we be faithful to your purposes. Lord, that we be guided by your spirit, Lord, that you would direct us as you see fit. Be on our hearts and minds, Lord. For any that don't know you, Father, may it be our greatest efforts, Lord, to, to bring them into your house, to bring them into a place where they can hear your word, Father, and be faithful. Again, Father, we work your great commission. Guide us and direct us as we leave here today and for the next appointed time. It's in your mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen.